Hey, what up, fam? So check it out. This next episode of Why the F Not? Two segments. First segment, me and uh, me and my lovely girlfriend in our car, just driving and talking. Second one, by myself talking. It's a good time. Recording in my car. Let's get started. Yo, 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 we're doing it like this. I don't even care. Is this gonna work? I don't know, but we're recording in the car. We're just driving to Bam Bam's house. Meet Steph. Steph's here. Hi. Just wanted to talk, we were talking about cool stuff and I was like, let's record about this. Backtracking a little bit in our conversation, we are talking about, okay, do y'all know? So, I, okay, seeing videos, reading stuff, meet Stephanie, we like to go into like certain conspiracies. We both, you know, divert. Oh, Milo's here too. That's me. Not because I party, but because I have allergies. So, in conspiracies, me and Steph like to both, you know, dive into certain ones and whatnot. The one we're talking about right now is the origin of Amen. You know, people pray, and they're like, oh, man. Do you know where that came from? Apparently that came from, like, comes from Amun-Ra, this Egyptian god. Like, that's where Amen comes from. That the whole Bible itself, basically... It's just a rehashing. Rehashing is a bad word. Make it seem like it's bad stories and bad lessons. But the Bible, Bible itself, is just basically the retelling of Egyptian stories or Egyptian lessons, Egyptian gods, repackaged for a new generation. Perhaps I don't know. But Stephanie, what were you saying? Oh well, we kind of had moved further past that. Uh-huh. So to where? Well, we were. Well, I was just kind of talking about how cool it is that some values and lessons learned in life can trans, I don't know what the right word is, transpose, transpire over so many years of human existence and like the same, you know, lessons that are, I don't know how to explain, basically I was going off a tangent because we just started watching that Dickinson show that is about Emily Dickinson's life, the poet, and Apparently, she was a very angsty, you know, person. So, basically, what that show inspired me to do was go on one of my wiki, Wikipedia. Diving uh, into the rabbit hole. Yeah, you know how I do. And I just was reading up on her to see if the show had some accuracy, you know, about how they were portraying her. And, they, and it did. Really? Um, and it was really cool because at the, but that time, you know... We're, let's set the stage where, you know, women don't have any rights. Women are, you know, the show literally you die shows, from typhus oh, yeah. at 20, you know, and it's, it's that kind of time. The show and, showed, the show had like the dad being like, no daughter of mine, a woman shouldn't be published. You're embarrassing me for being a published woman. Don't do that. Yes. And, and so it was really interesting to, to look up and to hear that. It very much did live up to what the truth is about her. What did you find? What really happened that she really did have this interesting relationship with her brother's sister. Or, sorry, brother's his brother's fiance? wife. Oh, the wife? Yeah, did the sister and her sister-in-law. Oh. She really did it. it and I, they read on Wiki, they have an excerpt from one of her letters to her, and it did very much seem romantic. Um, so it's interesting that even in a time when they're beating, they're trying to beat like typhus or typhoid or whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. 
And what's really cool about that Dickinson show is that I like the writing, the dialogue. Yeah. It's all modern. It's not. And then modern music and the transition yeah. scenes. Yeah, and it's very periody. Like the, the the aesthetic of the show is periody. It's very. Yeah. It, it, what time did you get any dates when it came to Ellie Dickinson? Um, I think it was sometime like eighteen late eighteen hundreds. So hey, message 19- us, email us, let us know. Hey, help us out. I could like. You know, you don't have to it. just because we have the puppy and it's. Uh, you do it, girl. Ow. Yo, Maybe my lady, guys, right. my ladies, oh, my lady can do it all. But right now she chose not to, okay, y'all? She chose not to do it. And let's see, let's. Oh, let's, she's doing it, y'all. Let's just date this. Because I just. No, not Emily Ketchum. Who is uh, that? Uh, is that Ash Ketchum's mom? <laughs>
I know, Milo. I know. You believe. You believe. Are you a believer? Oh, feel that wind. Stephanie, do you know the meaning of Stonehenge? No, I do not. Your best guess, what's the meaning of Stonehenge? Uh oh. We're pausing. That was a good segment. It's been in my car. Bada boo! segment with me and Steph. And you know what? Because I basically been lagging on it, honestly. Adding a little bit more. For the second part of this podcast, we got me in the car. And just with the thoughts. Not the kind of thoughts y'all kids be talking about. Okay? Oh, and also, let's see. Ooh. Hear that? Barely any boogies left. This episode is sponsored by Benadryl. Benadryl, when your nose starts leaking, just pop a pill. That should be the new catchphrase, honestly. We're not sponsored by them, but they're the reason why I don't sound, I don't sound like a little stuffed mist. But here we are, but here we are. How y'all doing? I'm all right. Yo, man, depression sucks. Depression and that voice in your head that just knocks you down constantly whose voice is that is that my voice that's not my voice my voice don't talk like that at least not to myself well it does Ugh, but that's not my voice but y'all know what i'm talking about right i think that's why i noticed the date between the last episode and now and i'm like woof man it's almost a week more than a week i think it's because i'm just stressed out stressed, depressed, all that good stuff. You know, everything a growing lad needs. Oh, so the other day Stephanie Stephanie introduced me, introduced me, no, she introduced me, she showed me, she showed me this video. This video on the Instagram. Video made by Tyra Banks, y'all. The America's Next Top Model. Does that make sense what I just said? I don't know. But she posted this video on Instagram and Tyra went off. She went off, y'all, on every single person who's ever put her down, whether that be someone in the entertainment industry, whether that be, I don't know, someone she thought loved her but wasn't acting with love. I, I don't know. It's, it's a really, really powerful video. Y'all should watch it. Um, well, she was basically reaching out to, I don't know if it was just women. I don't know if it was just women or this could apply to men, apply to men also, but she was basically just asking people to make their own videos and mostly women, honestly. Yeah, no, I can see why it's mostly women, you know, standards, beauty standards and whatnot, always fluctuating. Women really don't know what the world wants from them barely gives them enough time, I suppose, to figure out what they want for themselves. Man, I don't know. I got my mind thinking now. Like, see, I don't know about y'all, but I do this thing where if 
something's bothering me, like if something's got me down, if something's, if something's got me stressed and depressed, as we said, I always think about, I don't know, people, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I do this on purpose, but I start thinking about other folks, no one in particular, but just other folks who have it worse, because everyone always has it worse, you know, that, there's always someone better than you, and there's almost there's always someone who has it worse than you. Is that supposed to? I don't know. If you're having a hard, if you're in a rough position at the moment, that's all that really matters to you, right? But anyways, so Tyra made this video, posted it on Instagram, and asked asked people to do the same. Record a video. Record a video of you saying enough. Basically telling all them folks who told you what you should be, saying shut up. Ugh. Got me a little fired up internally. I don't like feeling. I, I don't know that I don't like feeling. I don't like expressing negative emotions too often. And that's only because of experiences, obviously something I experienced in my life was the loss of a little brother, yo. That was rough, y'all. We've all lost someone we've loved. Speaking of someone we've all loved, like, we don't know him, but, woof. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant and your daughter and all them other seven people in that helicopter. Oh. Why is it that we need death? Like, okay, so maybe we do need death. Not saying that Kobe's death was needed or anything, but people like to ignore death ignore that it's there try to do whatever they can to live in the moment to fellow and whatnot but death oh god i'm like fudge i'm so subtle sorry y'all i'm driving and recording this episode so that's dangerous i'm just gonna sorry see i put my hand out because i did a dumb move not a dumb move but people are stupid thus domino effect wise I did something stupid. Where were we? Death. So yeah, I lost a little brother a long time ago. Little Mauricio. Just two years old, y'all. Talk about a life taken too quickly. That's another story, though, about him. But basically, what I was getting at right now with death is that after he died, basically, the thought in my head was... He found reasons to smile. I can too. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? So I always try to find a reason to smile, no matter how hard it got. But it's hard to always smile. Back in college, man, there was a phase in my life where, like a year, a solid year, where I walked around, I walked around just being like, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I got some stuff going on inside, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Get that big smile. Say those words. I'm fine. I'm fine. I guess I didn't want to... Not that I didn't want to admit that I was hurting, but... I didn't want to let it affect me. Day to day. Maybe that's because I never had anyone to show me how to, how to show feelings. How to express them. Say that it's okay to feel them. Oh, man. You know, I love doing this podcast. I love it. 
because good old Kev Smith said that that us as humans need three things to survive. Eating, fornicating. He didn't say fornicating, but I will. And being heard. Yeah, man, being heard. And sometimes, even if if it's to uh, to a microphone, recording your voice, you're just gonna upload into onto the internet. Even if it's just that, I don't know. I feel a little better. I feel a little bit more heard, at least by myself. Sometimes we don't even give ourselves that validation, do we? We beat ourselves up. Don't be stupid. Don't be lazy. Ah. But saying it out loud isn't bad. Saying, I'm depressed. I am feeling pretty worthless right now. Right now. And who knows how much, how long that feeling's gonna last. We don't know. But death. Why is death important? Well, if you think about it, look, after Kobe died, after this past Sunday, after Kobe died, People woke up, dude. People woke up. They were like, wait, hold up. Kobe died? The one thing I kept hearing over and over again about Kobe's death is that no one thought he could die. Or that he would die. People saw him as this strong, powerful guy. Handsome, smart, rich. He can't die. But damn. He's gone. All those people are gone. Is it on purpose? Is it... Is it... Fate? Who knows what it could be, honestly. But... I digress. So check it out. Kobe's death. Everyone's talking about, like, wow, he died. It kind of wakes you up to your own immort- I mean, your own mortality. Right? Your own mortality. That you could die. That's scary. But we could all die. As easily as a flower you see on the the side of the street, right? Growing in a patch of grass. You pick that flower, that's done. The flower's dead, right? Disconnected from its from its source. From its life source. I think just as easily people could just go go to, right? Kobe just went. But it reminds you to live your life, reminds you to, reminds you to be emotional, be passionate, and love each other, love yourself. Oh, love yourself, man, because that is one of the hardest things to do, for me at least. Don't know about you, but damn, love yourself, love yourself. Wrap those arms around yourself, hold tight, say, I love you, you're enough, right? Ew, am I sounding preachy? I don't know. Maybe it, I just need to say this out loud for myself. No, I do. <laughs> Feeling kind of crappy myself, y'all. But yeah, I, I'm saying it for myself too. I'm, I'm saying it for me, I'm saying it for anyone else who needs it too. It just, life's hard, it sucks. And, and other people think they have all the answers, they want to tell you what to do and tell you how to do it. But why does it feel like those 
words of advice are so I don't know if the word's impossible but unobtainable is that the voice? dude voices in your head the worst thing in the world not like the kind of like friends or something like the stuff they feel no 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 i'm talking about like that insecurity that that anxious voice in your head that depressed voice in your head that that voice that tells you that you're not enough or why bother oh it's the worst i guess that that's why i love why not no why not why not ah you could fail yeah but I'm still gonna try you know because why not just because i'm afraid to fail why are we afraid to look bad why are we afraid to fail Ugh, so stupid Ah, so annoying. How about this? What if we all just lived in a society where we all just shaved our heads and we all wore the same type of clothes, we all drove the same type of car, ate the same type of food, and there's no more greater than or less than. The food the doctor eats is the same food that the, that the guy living on the street eats. You know what I mean? Like, you go to the same place, get that food. I just remember one time I had this conversation with Steph, and yo, man, she gets. And I'll say something that sounds so bonkers, and I'll just I'll, I'll stand by it, and I'll argue with her just for argument's sake. Because why not? It's fun. But we were talking about. Well, basically, I was just telling her like, look, in the future, it's probably all gonna be science foods. We're all like, there, there probably won't be enough room to keep growing food, whether it be plant plant veggies, you know, and or meats, whatever it is, whatever you're harvesting, there won't be room anymore. Maybe maybe overpopulation takes over and there's no more farms, no more any of that. So we can't grow anything. So what's the next best thing to do? What if they just made a pill? What if they just made a pill, they just popped into your mouth, and you were full? You had all the nutrients needed for the day or for that amount of time until your next pill. I know people loved, so Stephanie basically argued me to think that people wouldn't survive. Like sure, the nutrients and whatnot, but the people wouldn't survive. That they need the creativity of making their food or, or something that tastes good or that feels good to eat. But do we need that? Would we die? We could just survive if we just had supplements, no? I mean, all the vegans are like, yeah, sure. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, no, they're not. But if all our foods, if we got all our, if we got all our nutrients from pills and from just basically just science food, if we could just live off pure science food, because that's a vegetarian, like, like, like that vegan food, that vegan meat, that's science food, y'all. Like that one meat that bleeds, like like that. Okay, like that vegan. Like, is that the Impossible Burger? I forgot which one it is, but it's the one. It's the fake meat that bleeds like meat and it cooks like meat. It's it's weird, y'all. It's very weird. It's pretty tasty though. I have tried it, but that's science food basically. So I made that in the lab. They put chem- they put they put science together and and burned it and combined it and made it into fake meat. Tangents, man. Just going off on all of them. Oh gosh. Kobe Bryant, man. You still gonna say Kobe when you shoot that basket? I know I will. What's your Kobe memory? Do I have any Kobe Bryant memories? 
man, I don't, honestly, I don't even watch, I don't, I don't watch basketball. Maybe I'll watch it here and there when it's on. But I know Kobe. I know of him, excuse me. This death affected me, woke me up too. Yo, man, the only time I ever truly watched basketball was during this theater festival for college. We went to this festival over in Hawaii. Heck yeah, right? And uh, during our trip there, that's when the NBA All-Stars were uh, were going underway. And while everyone else was over at the beach or checking out workshops and whatnot, me and my friend John went to a burger bar place and watched the All-Stars. Because why not? It was dope. Shout out to John. John. Oh, nah, I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say his last name. This is John. I use fake names. Fake name. Reminded me of, me and my friend Bobby, we had another podcast called The Steady Stream. A little while back. Probably still check out episodes. Yeah, The Steady Stream, that was a long time ago. Woof, man. We can still check that out. But anyways, Bobby, my friend Bobby didn't want to uh, use his real name just in case for his job, you know teacher, uh, he is a teacher, he just didn't want to buddy the water, so he used a fake name at first, we called him Bunny Muffin for like three weeks, it was great, we had a one recording session where we recorded in my, in my little sister's treehouse, playhouse, whatever, we were outside, we brought all the wiring in, we recorded, it was wonderfully terrible, wonderfully terrible. So what's up, y'all? What are you doing? Feeling good? Feel good. I'm gonna say this. I'm saying. Oh, you're gonna say this for whoever needs to hear this. You ready? This is for you. This is for you. Okay. You're enough. You are more than enough. It is unbelievable how enough you are. All right. One of my old students taught me that. Yo, Peggy. Shout out to Peggy. That's not her name. I ain't giving you her name, though. She's a kid. She's in college now. Oh, time's passing too fast, man. This kid who I taught back when she was, like, in hell of, like, middle school. Taught when I was, I, I used to teach this, this school of rock class. For, uh, for an after school program and she was one of the kids she was this tiny little girl who was like I want to play the bass and I was like the bass is as big as you consider it done let's make it happen and she played the bass and she was dope at it later on we I gave her voice lessons and, and gave her a little tap too and she's in college now man time passes too fast my sister's gonna go to college dude woof First graduate from college? Are you the first to go to college in your family? It was weird. I wonder if my mom was glad I went to college because she could say, see, Steven went to college. You should go too. But college, I want to get out of that. That paper, I don't even do much with the, with, the, with, the, with the degree, yes, but I don't pop it out and be like, I need this job. Here's my degree. If anything, one of the best things I got from college was networking dude the people I met that was the best part and also the words of wisdom wisdom 
from this certain this certain cool prop. I forgot his name. I uh, had a class back in it was freshman year of college. It was basically just a music history class about well modern music, like rock and roll and whatnot. It was a dope class, dope class. But he basically told us that college is a place to be when you don't know what to do in your life. So if you don't know what to do, you're like, well, I got to figure stuff out still. Go to college. Figure it out. After that, if you still don't know what you want to do, you can get your master's. huh? And then after that, if you still don't know what to do, go get your doctorate. And after that, guess what? You're going to know what to do because you're going to have a piece of paper that tells you what you're doing now because you're a doctor. Congratulations, you're a doctor. Lord. So much work. I like to pick... Okay, my girlfriend taught me this, 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 this phrase. You choose your own suffering. Choose your own... You choose the suffering you want. And I know suffering sounds like a very negative word. Like it has a negative connotation. But what that means is you choose the struggle, the hustle you want. That you want. For example, I used to be a photographer at a theme park. Great job. I, had, I became full-time. I had benefits. It was dope. I had myself a pretty, a pretty decent job for the time. But I dropped it do something else that was paying less, that didn't give me full time, but I did it because even though uh, during the job as a photographer, even though I I felt safe financially, I was miserable, y'all. Not like miserable while at work because the people made it fun and the people made made it doable for me, but... Driving into work was stressful. Not a, I just, I hated driving. Like, that's not the suffering I wanted. And standing out there in the sun and photo after photo after photo after photo after photo. Like, y'all, you would like at least a thousand photos per hour. At least. Oh, on like a crazy day? Oh, easy. Thousand, thousand an hour. Especially with my, my itchy trigger finger. I got in trouble with that a couple times. But yeah. Sorry. Someone just beeped at me because they went early. But see, when people are angry, it's going to look at her and give her a nice smile. Give her a little peace sign. Peace sign. No war, man. You ever blow a kiss to someone when they get all pissy on the road? They give you a dirty look. I look at them and I just go, I just give them a little mwah. So I don't give a snot. People like to get mad. People like to get mad all the time. They like to frustrate themselves. Like, did you know that Facebook's algorithm, like, if you didn't know, Facebook, YouTube, they all have this special algorithm that allows the system to... Allows the system to basically know what you like and know what to show you. You know what I mean? So, if you're on Facebook, you start watching a lot 
lot of videos about, I don't know, about politics that get you upset, whether that be, whether that be the, the political struggles of other people in other states and other countries. Well, if you're watching that, it's going to keep showing you that. It's like, oh, you like this? Here, take it. Keep keep watching. So one, uh, uh, one uh, comedian, this comedian guy talked about, uh, Ari Shafir, I'll say his name. But he was basically talking about how how he wanted to mess with the algorithm, see if it was real. So what he did was on YouTube, whenever he went on YouTube, all he would see, all he would search for uh, would be cute puppy videos. That's it, cute puppy videos all day, right? What ended up happening is that's all he saw later on. Who's calling me? I am busy right now. You do not call me. So sorry. A bunch of random nuts are going to go out all across the world and try and glitch the matrix, that? basically, see what happens when we're, when we're all going to totally random location. That was weird. Well, this is a very fun... Oh my gosh, there's kids everywhere. Kids everywhere. I just saw some kids on the street, y'all. Not like street urchins, but like kids. Kids just walking on to school or something. It's always a good time. Well, that was um, Car Rides with Steven. But about.